It is my privilege to invite you to today's sermon podcast. I have made the Apostle Paul's prayer request my own. When he states in Ephesians six nineteen, pray also for me, that whenever I open my mouth, the words may be given to me, so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. May today's sermon come alive to you and aid you in your understanding of God's plan for your life. Hello, church. Minglava. Minglava is greetings <laughs> in Myanmar. So I'm so glad uh, to be here. So I have been translating more than 100 missionary, including GS and regional director for the past 20 years in the Church of the Nazarene in Myanmar. I wish today to have translator. <laughs> if I could speak in Burmese and somebody could translate in English, that will be really, you know, a uh, great blessing because I never experienced anyone translate for me <laughs> yet. But I did a lot for all our missionary in Asia Pacific and mission teams, more than a hundred of our Nazarene missionary and, you know, and our international leader visit to us. It has been a great blessing to be back here and thank you so much for your endless support and commitment to our family and mission in Myanmar. You might not realize what the Lord has done through your prayer, your support. Myanmar is changing. Nazarene churches are growing so much regardless of all problems we are going through right now. So Myanmar is just like little Ukraine. Population is much more than Ukraine. Destruction is much greater in many ways. We lost more civilians. But the Lord is strengthening His church. The mission of the Christ never stopped. Never stopped. All these things happen because God is with us, with you. He is the one who worked through us and in us. That's why this morning I would like to preach upon the power of mission. If we look at the world history, we see a lot of changes happen. But moral transformation happened only with the Christian mission work. I live in a country where a communist is practiced. Dictatorship is Look at Church of the Nazarene, the power of Nazarene mission in Myanmar. Look at, we have four districts right now. Sorry, I have to use my glass. Excuse me. So, in, before COVID and military coup took place, we have four districts and 65 local churches. But now, today, we have 109 local churches. Bible college were up, run in 11 centers in 2019. Today, we have 23 centers. 
from 108 students to now we have 201 students. They are young because the government closed down all the university because university are closed down, school or high school were closed down. So our children and young people did not have a school to go. So we provide theological education, train young people to ministry. Right now, our district license holders are below 25 years old. Many are even below 20 years are serving the Lord. And Jesus Flim team, I was leading in 2019. By the way, I am serving field Jesus Flim started a uh, field Jesus Flim ministry coordinator, and I also serve as a discipleship coordinator for Southeast Asia field. So we started with three Jesus Flim team. Now the ministry grow, the church grow, and we have twelve team right now. We were reaching like. 2019, we reached around 3,000 people the whole year. Now, last year, we're reaching 15,000 people. We planned 20 more churches last year alone. God never stopped. And before, it was only pastoral ministry. Only district license and ordained minister are getting involved in ministry. Right now, lay are trying to do the ministry and a lot of lay ministry participation. Young, even children are participating in our ministry activities. So, so many things have changed. Because we are following the Great Commission. If we look at to the Bible on the Great Commission, if we look at into the, the Bible in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, it does not. If we look at Matthew chapter, chapter 28 verse 18 to 20, the Bible does not give us strategy and method. You know? The Great Commission was beginning with this word. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and de- make disciples of all nations. And if we look at Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus said the same thing. But you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So the Bible, when Jesus gave us the great commission, it was not given with strategy and plan and things. The Bible great commission was began by the promise of the power of God Himself. Amen? The power of God is much more important than any knowledge, any skill, any strategy we might develop. The Spirit of the Lord is right now living among us. He is working. We are just instruments. We did not have any secret for the growth of the church. So as a senior minister of the Nazarene church in Myanmar, I'm the oldest one right now who served in four districts as an ordained elders. 
our DS are my former graduate, my, my students. Young people are leading the church. One of our DS is around 28. The other one is around 35. God raised so many young, godly people led by the Spirit. So you may be wondering how the church is growing, what strategy we might use, what kind of method we use, what resources we have, who are doing this, what is the future of the church of the Nazarene in Myanmar. Let me tell you simply in three points. Number one, number one, as a senior minister of God, as a field leader of the mission work, I always encourage our young pastor and church member. Instead of making so much plan, let's just trust upon God's agenda for these nations. God so loved the world. God so loved Myanmar. Regardless of all the problems, all the evil things happening in the country, God so loved Myanmar people. That is what I keep teaching. I keep preaching. God never forsake us. God never leave us. God love us as much as He loved anyone in the world. His love is perfect. He has a great plan for us. We don't need to think so much of the plan. Right now, churches are dying in so many parts of the world because we put our agenda than God's agenda. We try to have the best plan. That is great. But in Myanmar, what we are learning is daily, our life is not our own. We are depending on God. We cannot protect ourselves. We can die anytime in our own home, in our bedroom. We can die anytime when we are shopping. There is no guarantee for life because law is broken. Lawlessness is a new way. Because of this, this nation needs God much more than anything else because the Spirit of the God is the one who will change the evil spirit. We are people are worshiping evil spirit. Many idols. We are worshiping a lot of idols. A lot of spirit. Evil spirit. These spirits are influencing our leader. Our people. This destroy the nations. In order to build this nation up. There is only one hope. God is our hope. That's why we focus and we trust upon God's agenda. If you look at this, this is the place we start the church planting a year ago. And it was an open house. Our pastor went there and he went there. He said, is there anything that we, I can pray for you? I'm a Christian minister. All these Buddhists say, okay, who is your God? And he said, our God is almighty God who can do anything. And then one of the ladies said, if you, your God is really alive, can you please come and look at to my back here? My pig is dying. My pig is sick. Can you pray for our pig? 
our pastor never thought about altar call for pig. You know, never done. But in Bible college, I always teach our students, God is everywhere. God can do anything, not only in a human being. So the pastor followed, and he went down there, and he prayed over to a second pig. Because a piglet is worth like a light, you know. When a piglet die, one pig die, the family lost at least 20% or 30% of their wealth. We rely on this. One pig with $300, but that is almost half of their total income the whole year. So it was so important for this old lady. So the pastor prayed. Miracle happened. Next morning, our pastor received a call from a Buddhist lady. Hey, Salah. Christian monk, Christian monk. You know, our pigs alive. <laughs> and then we start pig mission there. <laughs> and then that become good news to our surrounding area and people get together. Our pastor visit every week and teach and preach and pray. Healing took place. Miracle took place. And right now, we have a new church in this little house. Amen? Amen. You know, the power of God. We did not buy land for church building. The old lady donated half of her property for the Nazarene church building. And regional office gave us alabaster offering to build church building. We just dedicated a month, two months ago. Because it was not the pastoral plan. He just go out and look a place to pray for. Just like Paul Silas are going out of the city of Philipp, city of Philippines. You know, they just meet Lydia and women group. They just pray, preach to lady group. And Lydia come to Christ. And then the church of Philippine was planted. It is the model we use in Myanmar. Lydia strategy. We are looking. So we are looking that God has chosen. God has prepared somebody to receive and to receive the gospel. So that is how we are going out. So, you know, transformation will come only when we go out. We cannot serve God in our comfort zone. I travel a lot. Last month, I travel to, I travel around uh, visiting five cities and preach for 3,000 children. I train 300 Sunday school teachers. I spent 40 days and 40 nights. You know, so many things happened. I could not share a lot. The second model. The promise of God is there. Jesus promised. All authority heaven and on earth is given to me. Now go. And he said. You will receive power when the spirit, when the, spirit, when the Holy Spirit come upon you. So we are teaching 
How to rely and depend upon the leadership of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit is the power of Christian life. If you do not exercise His power, you will never, never feel you are growing in grace. For us, every day is a very special moment. Because we, we do not have a government that we can depend upon. We do not have a system we can depend upon. No social security, no insurance, no life insurance. So, our life is challenging so much. But let me tell you, Myanmar Nazarene churches, every member, every family of Nazarene churches in Myanmar are giving at least 50% of our total income for the church and mission work. We have a lot of fundraising. We are now supporting our local missionary because Myanmar is composed of 135, more than 135 ethnic groups, totally different languages, totally different culture. So we raise up local missionaries to go to other places and the church and people are supporting. Our local church is supporting two local missionaries every year purely from our own resources because we depend on the Holy Spirit. And the power of God is alive. The power of God is alive. Look at this pastor. It did is Pastor Chris, one of our Jesus Film Ministry leader. And he went there. The man who received a prayer, he suffered cancer, cancer, a kind of cancer. And he could not go to hospital to take medication or to check up his health. It cost a lot of money. So Pastor, Pri, pastor Chris went there and prayed for this gentleman. Every week, he went there and prayed. After one month, the Lord healed this cancer. Praise the Lord. And then we start a house church in this area. Pastor Chris is, and other two teams are leading a lot of young people get involved in this outreach ministry, and they are planting more than 12 churches already within the past two years. Amen? Amen. God is working in this way. The Holy Spirit is the one who gives us life. I used to host, you know, a lot of American medical doctors for, you know, health team, outreach ministry in Myanmar. It has been 20 years almost. So I host a lot of medical doctors from U.S. and Canada. Many are just a good Christian. One of the doctors, my very good friends, he is a very specialist on women. He is a good Christian. But I doubt he really accept Christ. So I was counseling him, you know. I told him, my friend, if you think your Christian life is good, if you are going to heaven because you are doing good things to your, our people and you are giving out your tithe and offering and you are kind to others, you know, I tell you, you will never defeat the 
exercise of our monk in Myanmar. These Buddhist monks are purely holy. They eat only one time a day. They sleep only four hours a day. They meditate. They always recite Holy Bible. They never speak out bad words, even one time. They try to keep themselves in a very holy way. But they did not believe in Jesus. They will never go in heaven. So I, and then this doctor, through 10 days of our mission, he accepted Christ. And then as soon as he accepted Christ, I say, you come to see the you know, patient, but I ask you, you have to lead somebody to Christ. Pastor Jubilee, I'm not a pastor in U.S. Nobody preach, nobody evangelize other people unless we are a pastor. Okay, here you are in Myanmar. Because our people are seeing you as God. Every what you said touched their heart and let God use you and me because I will translate in the way I think the person needs. You can preach any way you want. And I will translate. <laughs> Let the Holy Spirit work. Old lady come on his chair. Who has a lot of problem, health problem. And then we check through all the things. After that, my friend shared about the gospel for five minutes. The lady accept Christ right on the chair. You know, who was happy? Happier than the patients, the doctor. He could not continue his medication because he was crying and crying. I say, I never thought I will lead somebody to Christ. I never think about, I never thought that God can use me. Jubilee, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. He wept the whole day. He couldn't see other patients. I was almost regret for that. <laughs> because there were so many patients outside <laughs> He could not take, because that was transformation for his life. Brother and sister, God gave you a message. The person you believe Jesus Christ is a savior of everyone, regardless of all problem, all obstacle, we have to step out of our comfort zone. Because the power of the message of the gospel is so powerful. It transformed the life of anyone. Number three, I keep telling our people. The Great Commission is all about, number third, teaching of the Great Commission is obey God's word. We have to obey and we have to teach other people to obey the word of God. There is so we focus, instead of having this kind of Western church style, we are building a church, a dynamic church, organic church, in a house, under the tree, anywhere. Look at Pastor James, one of the graduates from APNTS, and one of the students of Dr. Donahue. He come back to Myanmar, and he has uh, failed to serve God, and then... We send him as a local missionary. Our local church sent him as a local missionary to Shan State, where there is no church. And in this area, drug opium plantation is, you know, main business in this Shan State. Human trafficking is connected to China and a huge thing. 
So children are sold as cheap as $10. Yeah? If you want to adopt children, it is a good place. They just give away. Just for one meal, they are willing to sell their children. That is the community. Pastor James, two years ago, he went there as a local missionary. And then, he didn't know what to do with it. But I told him this model, the Great Commission model. Trust upon God's agenda. Okay? Depend on the power of the Holy Spirit. Exercise it every day. And then obey God's word and teach these three things to anyone you met. You meet. And he apply. So he will visit house to house and have a Bible study. And house to house. A lot of Buddhist people come to Christ. And a lot of idol worshiping stop. They throw out their idols because they find new faith. And we baptize more than 35 new believers. But we have over 120 new members. People are not receiving water baptism because water baptism is the greatest challenge for them because they can be driven away from their home. Parent relative will not accept them after water baptism. So we give water baptism only when the whole family come to Christ. When a child come to Christ, when a woman come to Christ, we do not give water baptism. Because in Myanmar, as I said, no one has human rights. The right is the community right. You know, religious right. Monks are giving you instruction what to do and not to do. Your community leader are the one who will say this and that. And a family, father, until a father accepts Christ, none of family members should receive water baptism. That makes a big change in our context. That's why we have right now, we started this mission field two years ago, and now we are planning to open a new pioneer district in 2025. I'm overseeing this mission field. Right now we have nearly, you know, four organized churches and 10 outreach ministries regularly taking place every week. And so many people come to Christ. So many are healed because they obey the Word of God. Our leaders are obeying the Word of God. They not only read. What is the problem in our Christianity is we know so much, but we do not obey God's Word. God's Word is a life. So that is what we are teaching. By God's grace, God saved many, many people. And then this is one of the pictures that we, I'm also uh, engaging with children ministry. I like to show you some of the work. Remember, we have 23 million of children. Okay? And these, 97% never had the gospel in their lifetime. And children are ignored and neglected. By seeing the need, children are, you know, when we interview children, 90% of our children do not feel love and care from their parents and school teacher. 
Because Buddhism is all about discipline. Discipline is all about torturing. Do you know that? If you do not follow the instruction from the Buddha teaching, bang! So our school are still using stick. Many parents are using stick. Let me tell you, one time a child who was tortured nearly to death by her father. And she was bleeding so much, so the father afraid. So he thrown his daughter, 11 year old, on a highway street. She was crying, and somebody here who drive on the highway heard the cry of the children, and they went and looked at. So the child was bleeding, and they, they took him, they took her, and sent to hospital. And she was one of our children from Nazarene Mission Work in slum area of Rangoon. As soon as the child was conscious, the doctor said, who are your relatives? Who do you want to see? It is already midnight. So she called, she gave the name of her teacher, our Sunday school teacher, Nazarene, you know, our local lay minister lady. So as soon as she got the news, she came to the hospital and she took care of this little young girl, 11-year-old. She was so afraid to get back home because her father was alcoholic. He beat her whenever he is not satisfied with his life. And this child, this child was forced to go out and back. And then whenever his daughter brings little money, he will torture again. Because of that, our Nazarene lay minister lady took care of this child, you know, she accepts Christ after three months. And we give her water baptism. She is now 12 years old. What her dream is to be a pastor of Nazarene Church. Praise God. Praise God. 12-year-old girl right now is preparing, praying to become a Nazarene minister. So we will be allowing her to enroll our extension course study program next year. That is how... God is working. This is how mission work area we are working with High Kid Myanmar. I am another minister. At the same time, God gave me a vision to, to transform this nation. So God gave me a very clear vision. In 2060, Myanmar, 60 million of population will be a Christian nation. In order to be happening this, we have to reach young children, 20 million young children, and prepare them for Christ. So this is our mission. And recently I was appointed as Myanmar, Myanmar Evangelical Alliance Children Commission Director. So I'm leading 181 denomination and Christian mission organization in Myanmar to carry on this mission, reaching out 20 million children in Myanmar so that Myanmar will become a Christian nation soon. Because... God gave me vision, Myanmar will become the strong mission-sending nation in 2060s. This is the future of Asia is Myanmar. 
Thank you so much for your prayer and support in so many ways. Look at, you know, when the school was closed down, and our organization, our children ministry, developed homeschool program, informal education program. Last year, we opened hundreds of homeschool programs. And then 2,100 students graduate from our homeschool. Imagine, we train 200 teachers. And they are operating this school on the ground, in underground. And then we run children's day camp. Last year, we reached 15,000 children. And 14,000 children come to Christ last year. According to our record, there are so many more children reach out. We train so many churches, and our annual estimation is at least 300 children are rich last year. 300,000 children received Christ last year through the ministry that we empower to local churches. Because we partner with 3,000 local churches, and we are challenging them to reach 100 children every year. And make disciple of Christ. God is really blessing. And we are running Kid Club. Kid Club is a small group, very dynamic, and it is a very regular weekly meeting with leaders and children. And we are teaching the Bible story. Children's life are transformed from the Bible story. That is the training. And please, that is the result of our 20. 22 ministry outcome. We reached a total of 1.2 million of children and teens last year. So we received 3,600 volunteers to do the children ministry with us. And I just want to pray, I want to show you how the Lord, you know, bless our children ministry, how the Holy Spirit touched young children. You see this picture, you will see this video clip, and these children, two of them are now becoming Nazarene pastors, and many are Sunday school teachers. Let us watch the video clip. This is the altar call at our children camp. Many children not only receive Christ, they receive the power of the Holy Spirit. They cry for their parents. Because this particular community you had just looked look at, 80% of fathers drink alcohol. 60% of young people are addicted to drugs. That is the community we are serving. We pray. We encourage these children to pray for their parents. And let me tell you, the little girl whom I was touching upon her head, her father was alcoholic. She, he went out every evening. So she asked me after this, Pastor Jubilee, what can I do for my father? He, want, 
He walked out every evening and come back with drunk. I said, just pray for him before he left. And then pray for God's protections. Pray for not to get, you know, killed. Pray for his safety. Pray for his salvation. She kept praying every day, every day. And after one month, the father could continue drinking alcohol. He was in in a legal shop. I met him and he shared, I drink, but I could not swallow because I keep hearing the prayer of my daughter and I cannot swallow the alcohol that I really like it. I throw out. And my friends say, no, no, you are not a man. Come on. He tried to drink it, but he said, I keep hearing the voice of my daughter's prayer. The Holy Spirit worked in his life. And then convicts him. He come back home and knelt down in front of her daughter, who was only 12, asking forgiveness and asking for prayer. And this man received Christ. The whole family come to Christ that week. That is a story we have. So, brother and sister, today, all the work that we have done is not ours. The power of mission belongs to God because God is the owner, the provider, and the sustainer, and the director of our mission work. He who has begun a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. That is our faith. Thank you so much for your prayer support and your financial support. So many years, you know, because of your support, we are able to do Myanmar mission. God is promising us in 2060, 60 million of Myanmar people will become a Christian nations. And Myanmar nation will be Asian Mission Center for Nazarene Church as well. May God bless you all. Thank you so much. I want to thank you for joining today's sermon podcast. You can find a copy of today's sermon as well as other sermons and the sermon outline from today on our church's website, www.mvcnaz.org. It is my prayer also that you will seek out a church home that recognizes the authority of the Bible.